hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving I'm tuned in to True North Racing Podcast That you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stop car racing Gotta get it hyped Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by Hey, True North Racing Let's go Welcome back to a new episode of the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell, and joining me as always is John Morrison. This week on the show, we have Calvin Reeser joining us this week. But before we do that, let's get into our opening segment, newly named The Pace Lap, where John and myself will talk about our weekend at the track, catch you up on what's been going around in our life, what's been going on in our lives. Um, it's the same content you've known to love, but now we just have a name for it. So let's get into our pace lap. John, how was your weekend? It was really good. Uh, we wrapped up our season at Flamborough Speedway on Saturday night, which is crazy to think that we're done. But we're going to get into that in just a second. But Megan, how was your weekend? Eventful. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy night last night. It was, yeah. There, there was a, a lot of things going on on the track and, and to, uh, hard to believe I looked at the time for the pure stock race for the first one. It was 40 minutes long. Yeah. I, that's gotta be a record. I, it was just incredible. It was just crazy. <laughs> it has to be. Cause that, yeah, that was, it was crazy. Um, I honestly didn't get to pay much attention to the rest of the divisions just because I was very focused on our team and what was going on. But I know the pier stocks at least were you would think it's a full moon because it was just oh my gosh. Yeah. You you can tell it was the last race of the night last night and Yeah. Uh Jesus, that was just I don't even know where to start. Like I gotta say this. One, first of all, congratulations to all the champions that were crowned last night at Flambro. We had in the pure stocks, we had Reese Bourgeois. She uh, she is the 2022 pure stock champion. Cameron Thompson is unofficially, as far as I know. Hopefully, we can get a confirmation on that. He told me last night he was, but we'll wait mm-hmm. till the official from Flambro um, mm-hmm. that he is the 2022 rookie of the year. Uh, in the mini stocks, it is Bobby Mercer taking home the top spot. In the Canadian Vision Modifieds, TJ Marshall goes uh, wins his third championship with the club. Third championship in four years. Wow. Yeah. Um, and Rookie of the Year, good good friend of the show. I got his hat rocking right there. <laughs> Mr. Scott Tonelli taking home Rookie of the Year honors. Um, also, the Canon Midgets wrapped up their mm-hmm. season. And I think I saw that it was Corey Whittem. I think number 55 uh, taking home the championship there. But yeah, last night, just even in our division, even in the CVMs, <laughs> like they, we had one caution overall between their two races. But the one caution we did have in the first feature. I, I'm not oh. one. I'm not. You seen Rodney's car? 
Yeah. I was trying to think what one that was. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. So TJ Marshall was on the outside of uh, Rodney trying to make a pass. He was still behind him, but just enough, you know, right beside him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ricky tried to make it a party going into three. Uh, I could hear the brakes locking up like he was trying to back out of there, but he dove in too late to try to take the spot away. Um, and then catching the left rear tire of Rodney and riding his car and spinning out, bringing out the caution and just. I will say this, I never show I don't like showing favoritism or anything, mm-hmm. but sometimes when you when you see something that you sh- that shouldn't have happened. We didn't have that many cars last night. We only had nine cars in the club come out for championship night. Um, sometimes you just got to be smarter behind the wheel. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate that Ricky was, you know, Ricky was the one that it happened to, but Rodney was able, able to come back out. I think he scored a top five. I think so, yeah. And in that second feature, man came out with a vengeance. He went out there still... I would say whoop their tail, mm-hmm. but like TJ Marshall was on his ass the entire race. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. So I got to give one TJ enough credit to realize that Ronnie was running a, ru- a hell of a race mm-hmm. and Ronnie was able to score his second victory. And, but I do have some awesome victory lane photos. Um, Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie went driver's side into victory lane at the end of the night he purposely wanted pictures of that damage at the left rear oh yeah <clears throat> oh man i was like of course of course rodney would do this yeah <laughs> um that sounds like rodney's way anyways but yeah we yeah. crowned we crowned their champions last night and it's sad to say that we're we only got two race weekends left here in ontario mm-hmm. you know we got frost toberfest next weekend uh, and then the following weekend is autumn colors, and I'm just sitting here thinking, man, where is the season? I'm thinking, like, man, the season's been a long one, but at the same time, it's like we're at the end of September. It's flown by, it's like, flown by. It feels like April was two months, like a month ago. But uh, yeah, at the same time, it was like just yeah. a few weeks ago. Like it's it, it's really crazy. I. All, all I'm going to say, though, oops, knocked over some. All, all I'm going to say is, though, is that I hope that every single team who is done and not racing in the playoffs the rest of the way, hopefully you guys enjoy your offseason. Uh, hopefully you can come back out and watch some racing. So I'm sure next weekend's going to, there are two days of action packed racing. And then we can go three days out in freaking. Peterborough for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. weekend. It's it's incredible the amount of racing we're gonna have. And currently, as far as I know right now, the Pinties race down in Delaware is still running. I did see that not long ago. The only thing only thing I've seen of it was there's a red flag on like the opening lap. I think mm. I don't know if it was the opening lap or not, so don't quote me. But there was an accident that brought out the red flag. Um but can going on with our theme of unfortunate events at racetracks, um, Cody Ware, who drives the number fifty-one, must oh, is it a Mustang? 
It is a Mustang because they uh, alliance with SHR. Um, Cody Ware was involved in an accident uh, today while racing in the Cup Series down in Texas. Hard, hard, hard hit. Um, probably one of the hardest hits I've ever seen. And that guy still got out and walked away. Mm-hmm. Um, he has he has since been taken to the hospital. Um, Cody, I know you're not going to listen, but we wish you all the best. <laughs> and just putting it out there that this this sport's scary. Um, and I hope he feels better. Uh, yeah, but I I just wanted to put that in there because you know this, this weekend there, there's been a lot of carnage so to speak. And it almost feels like you said it was a full moon. Almost felt like it was, but like the full moon was like three weeks ago. Like if it says anything, second feature, the pier stock started with, I believe 14 and five finished at the checkers. I'm like, and I mean, we almost, we almost met the wall quite a few times because people were just getting a little bit impatient in my opinion. And, um, I'm just, I'm just glad we finished and it's in one piece and yep. body damage is just hey the car's in one piece you guys came home uh, one of the competitors in the pure socks last night was laying down some fluid and especially mm-hmm. one and two and oh it was bad uh, I, I honestly thought y'all had a tire going down because Alex was able to, Alex Stewart, who was leading the race, was able to, like, not spin. Mm-hmm. Like, not even get loose, nothing. That's what it looked like. But your dad, Cam, Kyle Lucas, everyone was just getting squirrely coming off that, coming out of two, in the middle of two even. Um, I, I was just, that was just crazy to see. Uh, luckily, you know, like you said, no, no one majorly got injured. No one got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, half that feature that I was yelling like, throw a damn caution, throw a damn caution. Um, yeah, I I can admit I got a little heated and I'm they're yelling. I'm like, you got fluid on the track. It's can evident. You pull a caution and like five or six, like, five or six laps, and y'all were yeah. getting loose down there. Like, like it was crazy. Like, yeah. luckily, once they went around so many times and. Thank God, most of them. I can't even say most of them. Five of them were able to hold on for dear yeah. life. It dried it up a bit, and the cars were sticking better. But like it, it took out a lot of people, and it was it could have been potentially very dangerous. So absolutely, I'm just glad it didn't end worse. Um, on the positive side, though, the entire night of after everything that happened. Uh, we got in our change for change event. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott Tonelli, uh, well, I wouldn't say Scott Tonelli spearheaded this. It was Rob Twitchett who was supposed to spearhead it. And then, of course, you have myself who does the social media stuff for the CVMs, promote the crap out of it, as he said. Uh, last night, we we held an event at the at Flamborough Speedway for Scott Tonelli's change for change uh, mental health initiative he does. And I have to say, I think we had a really good turnout. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to Scott yet today. I've been letting him kind of uh, enjoy the weekend and let the feeling of being the rookie of the year uh, sink in. Cause that's only one thing you can win once. Yeah, exactly. Right? You can only win rookie of the year once. Um, But yeah, he, uh, 
I'm I'm hoping he got a good head start on uh on donations for the for the for change for change. Uh Jacqueline and myself, we looked at his I think it's a GoFundMe. I think that's what it the QR code sets it sends you to. Um as of today, I saw there was $150 in there. So that's a hell of that's a great start in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I know it's a long way from four grand, but that's also three thousand eight hundred and ninety-five dollars. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to worry about to go towards his goal. Um we are gonna put the QR code down in the comment section on our YouTube page. It'll also be on our um I'm also gonna have it up on the website on joemedia.ca and it is gonna be in our posting about the show. So if you guys found if you guys have the uh just have the Spotify link and you guys get updated when the show is head over to our website www.joemedia.ca click the post that has uh Calvin Reese's uh, race car on it and uh if you guys want to donate to help out a great cause, please do. Um, I know myself and Jacqueline, we have donated uh, some money to it. Uh, lots of people did last night, which is great to see. And it's going to go to a great cause. Um, and I'm going to also tag in uh, Scott's Change for Change fundraiser page on or his Facebook page. So that way you guys can see exactly what light show he's talking about. Um, it, uh, if you can go, it's, it's incredible. I love it. It's located in Arthur. Uh, once we get all the details from Scott about that, about that, when it starts, uh, you can bet we are going to be, uh, big advocates of talking about it and getting people to go up there to go see it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was such a great event. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Love Scott's hearing Scott's story. Um, I messed up. I'm going to take a full blame here. Uh, I messed up. I thought I turned my GoPro off. So when I clicked it back on, when I thought I clicked it back on, it actually took me from uh, video to time lapse. Oh. So I think it was, wasn't was off the entire time. So I went to picture and then went to time lapse. Then all of a sudden I'm looking at my thing. It's like six seconds. Oh no. And he already been talking for like two, three minutes. So here I am scrambling to stop it, get it back to video. And, but I got a lot of it. I think I'm hoping I got a lot of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to post that as its own video on the CVM YouTube page. This week's going to be crazy busy. Uh, I got, I got to finalize all the footage Mm -hmm. this week and next week. I got to finalize all the footage for the banquet got to send it to my buddy to get him to get it all lined up for him uh found out i will not be able to go to the banquet this year oh um for the cvms as the day it is it is also the we are taking mav out (coughs) or my my youngest son maverick out for his birthday day um to to I'm not even gonna say it just because because he does listen. <laughs> he has the opportunity to listen, so we're not gonna say where it is. Um, but I will t- gladly tell you off air. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, he. So that day, and that entire day, the tw- November twelfth, 
And that's funny because we were talking about that earlier. I too. was just gonna say, okay, so it's a good thing we didn't switch it. Like there was a it, double is, whammy for me. Like, yeah, is the CVMs? Do they have a separate banquet? Or is yeah, it... they're gonna have a separate banquet. Okay. Um, it's gonna suck that we can't go because it'd be cool to celebrate three years of champions, and yeah. you know, unfortunate. It's it's it is what it is. We already have other plans, so. Uh, I'm going to make sure the video gets to AJ and the committee and, uh, I'm going to make sure it's all set up for YouTube for the following day. So that way I can relax <laughs> a little bit, yeah. uh, before, before it gets out there. Um, but yeah, I'm going to make sure the video is set up for them. Uh, yeah. It so it was funny cause so we're going away in November, uh, for Rachel's birthday and mm -hmm. uh we're you know Jacqueline myself Megan Garrison's going too right um yeah Garrison okay <laughs> I, I don't know I didn't think that. about that for a second eh <laughs> Rachel Cody uh Rick and Debbie that's all I could think of for right now is that I it is there more it. yeah because Kate and Dale were supposed to come, but it's Kate's brother's wedding. So yeah, it's so, not gonna work. But before, and I, what's worse is I was about to go tell Jacqueline, I'm like, oh, they're thinking of switching. And I'm like, looking at the dates, I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to figure something out again mm -hmm. and get us all together because that's just a good time. Again, one mm -hmm. of those days we're going to set up a Saturday and we're going to go go curtain. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Jesus, uh, I think we've oh on the Joe Media side, we just I know we 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 got this new segment. We didn't really talk about it much. <laughs> we didn't talk about our weekend at the track. Uh we did kind of just did our life update, I guess you could say. <laughs> but that's that's definitely gonna be more throughout the off season that we talk about that. Um mm -hmm. CVM update. There is supposed to be a meeting in two in a just over a week. So not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. I think we're trying to get the turn one VIP tower. And I'm gonna have to head on down. And we're gonna have our elections end of year stuff for the committee. Uh, and of course, for anyone who's interested in joining the young drivers community to modify or just the CVMs in general, uh, it's a great opportunity to come on out, learn about the club ask questions and uh be a part of our be be a part of it um uh so <laughs> joe media rundown we do have to give a big shout out i already did it to cam thompson and scott tanelia both winning rookie of the year but i am proud to announce that as joe media has been run on a car we have now picked up a third championship. Hmm. My buddy Logan Dillon from Friends with Texas picked up two in one year. He wow. won this the state title and the track title, if I remember correctly. Oh. Logan, if you're listening, correct me, buddy. Um, and then this past Friday night, Joe Lawrence in the Bone Stocks at Delaware Speedway also won the Bone Stock Championship out there. Mm -hmm. So, I have to admit, not a bad start. 
Three years, three championships. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen the next year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so congratulations goes out to Joe Lawrence, BT Racing in general, uh, Chris Lawrence, because those guys, <laughs> I think they brought seven cars to <laughs> Delaware on Friday night, which is a crazy amount of cars. That's a lot. That's a lot of flipping cars. And every week it's been the same thing. They've brought up to like nine cars one weekend. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how close they were to their total of having 50 cars, but I really hope it was really, really close. If not next year, got to get those 50 cars like first night mm-hmm. or something. Um, But yeah, so congratulations to Joe Lawrence, BT racing, uh, Scott Tonelli, Cameron Thompson, and just all the Joe Media drivers in general. You guys all did a, had a fantastic year. Uh, Kaylin Wallace picking up her first career win. Brandon Feeney picking up his first career win. I think it was the it was the same day too. Yeah. Uh, Brandon's been running it strong all year. We got we got a lot of great things happening behind the scenes, and I think it's only going to expand next year. Um, waiting on a few pieces, final pieces to fall before I release some other details for next year. Uh, but looks like next year should be a big swing in the up department mm-hmm. in terms of just like in general, everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I th- it's, it's going to be a great year. Uh, as we look towards the off season, Megan, what are some things you're looking forward to? Just relaxing, I guess. I know it's been a lot on me mentally, so just kind of looking forward to relaxing and prepping myself and hopefully getting my car ready to not come back because this car's never been on the track before, but I guess for me to come back. So that's pretty much all I'm looking forward to. Well, we're going to have a nice long off season. I'm sure there's going to be, I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's some uh, good news for you guys uh, coming down the pipe here soon about your Mm -hmm. program for next year. Um, Yeah, we're, we're it's it's it, I hate the off season, but I love it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you say? I, I think that's enough of people listening to us right now. What do you say <laughs> we bring on in? Let's get on the loud pedal. Pet, wow, <laughs> how about we get onto the loud pedal now and go down gasoline alley with this week's guest, Calvin Reeser. Mm-hmm. Joining us now is the driver, the number two pure stock from Sunset Speedway, Calvin Reeser. Calvin, how are you, man? Not so bad yourself. Good. Am I saying your last name correctly? Because I feel like I've been saying it wrong. Reeser is correct. Okay. I've, I've gotten Resor, Messer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm able to say it correctly because sometimes I look at a name like, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. So, no, you're doing good. Uh, anyways, man, how's, how, how's it going? No, I just had my birthday yesterday. So, I went out for dinner tonight with the family and now I'm on with you guys. Well, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Uh, so let, let's dive right into it. Uh, let's start off with your 2022 season. How was it? 
It was good. It's like uh, first year actually being, well, I guess it's my second year now, but other than COVID year. So I was really comfortable this year. Did really well. I had a lot of support from the crew and family. So it was a lot of fun. So you just got started racing behind the wheel just a couple years ago then? Yeah, last year. My first race was actually at Slambro in the COVID thing. So. Oh, wow. How did that How did that go for you? Uh, car was a lot of problems. We took it off the back hill and built it in two weeks. And apparently you can't do that and make it run <laughs> good. So that didn't go well. And the uh, B main. And actually, I got into it with Feeney. That was my first ever getting Uh-oh. into this incident with Feeney. So uh, didn't make the A, but we had fun. And then I decided that this is something I'm going to do. So I went and bought a new car. And now I've run it for two years. Nice. Who was... Uh... So where'd you buy the car? Who'd you buy the car off of? Uh, Craig Cole from Delaware. Okay. That guy's always he, fast. Very so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it after off fest do really well. And I'm like, that seems like a good car to go buy. So, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so I'd say so. Yeah. So and he was a really good guy to deal with. Gave me like pretty much a starter kit. Gave me extra motor, tires, parts. Nice. Yeah, that's always good to have. Um. Uh, so we kind of you kind of hit the nail on the head here. You just started a couple of years ago. Um, how long have you been involved? Have you been involved in racing long? Do you, do oh. you, was it just a couple of years ago or? No, uh, my stepdad has raced oof, 23 years, 24 years. So I was always at the track as a kid. I've always been around it. He's and then from there, we've had friends and family grow up around the track. So I've been at it for a while in the Who, pits. <laughs> who's your stepdad? Uh, Frank Davy. He oh, raced, okay. Uh, the forty nine, or yeah, he did. Yeah. He sold it. He's retired now. Yeah, that guy was also a wheel man. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a lot to live up to sometimes when you get told, "Yo, you should be okay." You got Frank. Well, he doesn't know anything about front wheel drive cars. So, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's raced just a lot of rear wheel drive cars, eh? Pretty much Camaros, and uh, he had a couple Malibus, and uh, yeah, so all rear wheel. Oh wow! Uh, so being around racing growing up and stuff like that what what are some of the things that you've noticed over the years that have really changed about the sport uh a lot more people take it seriously now i find <laughs> i guess the money goes up car gets cost more so they take it a lot more serious like before you just go there and see your buddies drink beers and have fun on the track i see the car counts went down a lot but i think that's just also with the times you can go yeah. to track on a saturday there'd be guys racing to b mains every weekend and now we're lucky to see a beaming. You know, is that's the one thing about the sport. It's it, I find it still has its ups and downs. Um, I, I will always say this: one proponent I think has been a negative, but a positive at the same time has been social media. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird to say because it's what we do, and like with this, we talk about racing, but meanwhile, we're just like, yeah, people are going to have their good days and bad days. You know, it, there's times where I feel like Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and all that's jazz is kind of given voices to some drivers who may not need them to exploit themselves. <laughs> drivers but, and fans, I find. I find I, fans oh, say a lot more than any driver will. I, some, so I run the CVM, the Canadian Modified Social Media. I run the Sobble Speedway Social Media, uh, plus obviously all, all general media stuff. So when everyone, anyone writes anything negative, I got to leave it alone. <laughs> but at the same time, like I want to just go in, but I can't because then it looks bad. It looks worse. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's incredible. But anyways, I, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about you. We're here to, 
I just go on these rants. I, I you've listened to the show a little bit here now, so like you know, I'll just go on random rants. Um, Megan, have you ever gotten a chance to race against Calvin yet, or no? Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. I've only raced Flamber once, and that was it. I was a I don't know number ninety nine then. I'm two now. Yeah, and if it was with Feeney, then I don't think I've <laughs> raced with Feeney before, to be honest. I didn't even know who he was until after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, Feeney's a character. Um, it, it was a racing deal, so there wasn't anything mad about it. And I was having fun. I'm sure he might have took it that way, but I was learning. So, <laughs> Hey, in Bonesock, that's where we're learning. That's where you got to learn, right? But it's definitely, you can it, definitely tell who's learning and who's being at it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of that, who have been some of the guys you've looked up to? To, uh, Learn how to drive these things. Uh, Chris, my crew guy, he's he's ran front wheel drive for a very long time before he moved to Thundercar. Very fast in front wheel drive car. Watched him a lot. Uh, not to boost Phil's ego, but Phil, he's been fast <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it's like, and before that, I really didn't pay attention. I was in the beer garden slamming beers during the bone stop <laughs> races. So, <laughs> and Newmeister, Newmeister is very fast at sunset. That's where we always were. He's won everything there. So, well those are some uh those are some good guys to be looking up to 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 figure out how to drive these things um oh my goodness i'm sorry i just had a drink there i just had a burp uh <laughs> now i after go like I, I don't know for myself i don't like to learn about the guests i like to let the guests teach us about themselves um so why don't you tell us a little bit about ourselves and then we can continue our conversation here yeah like uh like I said, I've been around the track forever, helping Frank. Well, drinking Frank's beer, actually. <laughs> um, been around it for a long time. And then we got, he was starting to slow down a bit, getting older. Not as out in the shop as much. So I'm like, oh, let's build a car for me. He was all for it. So we did that. And then I watched the, that car didn't work out very well. It's gone now. Then we did that. Got this one back from Craig. And uh, raced it for a year. Came second in points to boys. And he's very fast in these cars, too. And then uh, we redid the car over the winter. Chris spent lots of time up at Streamline at Sean's recorder shop. Redid the cage, made sure it's safe. And then uh, just went from there this year, having fun. That's actually really good. Um, now, running Sunset, what is that like? Because I've been there only maybe, maybe a handful of times, so I don't know much about how these cars especially race um so why don't you tell us a little bit about that sunset's big track well wide track anyway. i wouldn't say it's very big but for how wide it is you can do a lot of three wide cleanly hopefully and uh you can squeeze your four i did a couple times this year not on purpose but i needed to go so i went <laughs> um very clean at sunset most of the time there's not really I'm not wrecking cars every night which is nice uh i feel it's a little bit slower than peterborough to be honest, as much as it sunsets high banked and stuff, Peterborough feels faster. It feels like you're going way faster on the straightaways. And it's, it's a big turning track. One and two is way different than three and four at sunset. I don't know what it is, but if you ask anyone that's driven there, they'll say the same thing. You're either good through one and two and okay through three and four, or you're good through three and four and hope to survive one and two. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard actually that, though. <laughs> 
I love Sunset. Sunset's a fantastic track. I've been up there for a Pinty's race, for a weekly night's race. And other than that, I've maybe been like back when I was like 10, 10 years old. It's almost 20 years ago now. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Yeah, I just turned 30 <laughs> yesterday, so I don't oh, feel it. <laughs> Dude, not <laughs> turned 30 back in July. So, uh, hold on. So, sorry. Uh, so obviously racing at a track like sunset, it's, it's got its quirks. What, what's one of the hardest things about that makes that track difficult to drive? Obviously besides the, the, how the corners drive. Definitely the corning. And, uh, if your car is not handling properly, you gotta make sure you nail that setup before you go out. It's very easy to have a good car in practice and then something goes wrong. You miss setup and all of a sudden your car will not turn through one or two. And it's just terrible. You fight the car. It's very tough track to have to fight your car at because you can lose so much speed coming off the corner and then your night's just not fun anymore for you. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I think I've noticed. That the, it is a, a very momentum track. Yes, very much it, so. If you can keep your speed, you're doing okay. <laughs> which, which to me is kind of funny because I don't, so I don't know if you know about this guy or not, but I think he's up from that way. Uh, his name is, it, it's a business he has and it's called NASCAR Bob. Yeah, I've seen the car. You know town. exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. right? So this guy has a slot. Essentially, it's not a slot car, but it's like they're remote control cars. But the to me, the the track that the track layout he has reminds me so much of Sunset. <laughs> like when he has the old, because like, the the corners are banked, or uh, not the corners, sorry, the uh, the straightaways are banked, and you don't notice it, but like I find the the front straightaway is you're you're walking up a hill yeah you can definitely feel the incline there uh, especially on the high side yeah yeah so like these like same kind of a deal those the, the the these little uh rc cars you have to carry the momentum through the corner to really like you're, you're not letting off the throttle when you're going <laughs> but like that's what i mean though is like the momentum if you break momentum at all you're done it, yeah. it takes two laps, three laps to get back up to it. Um, would you say that's like a big learning curve to not overbreak the corner, but to be able to keep the momentum up to to exit the corner? Yeah, finding like the sweet spot for where to break and where to get back on the throttle is very difficult there. I'm coming from like when I first started, I had such a big rear wheel drive influence from Frank and everyone that. I was breaking way too early to get back on the throttle and I lose all my momentum. Now Chris has taught me that. Well, if it up to Chris, I probably wouldn't even break to be honest with you, but <laughs> he's taught me a lot on where to break and how to carry speed. So it's very, very lucky to have him. Definitely. I think that's what you need is just having that one person to tell you where to, where to hit those marks. That's, that was my biggest learning curve and I still don't have it figured out to be honest. <laughs> When we go out, he, he'll even put his hand through the fence on the front stretch to say, this is where I want you to try to drive to. And the first time I did it, I looped it because I didn't overshot his hand. No. <laughs> so is your racing line, like, similar to everyone else at Sunset then? Or um, you kind of have your own? I kind of I look at the lineup a lot to see what I'm going to do. So you just have a good have an idea in your head what you're going to try to do. 
Which yeah. it goes away, but I find I ride the high line a little more often than I probably should. I leave gaps sometimes and it is what it is, but I've, I'm comfortable with it. Car likes it there. And if I have to change mm-hmm. it, then I will, but for now it works okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, looking for, so obviously we're kind of coming up to the end of the season here. Uh, do you see yourself traveling to any of the quote unquote playoff tracks for the next two weeks? Yeah, I'm gonna go to Frostfest. There's to be this Saturday, uh, Sunday, very Sunday, I think. I'll go to Frostfest and then Peterborough for sure. I'll be there. Now, what? Now, this is for for this is for knowledge for myself. What are some things you're looking forward to, going from a track like Sunset to Flamborough, then to uh, Peterborough? What are some of the changes you think you're gonna have to make before you go into the uh, to each track? Flaming came with their like universal rules MS run, so I have to go over the car and make sure it meets the new rules they have plus the home track rules. And then Peterborough, it's I don't think we changed too much for there. There's not much we can change other than like tire pressures. But uh, I'm looking forward to Flamborough just because I said the first time I ever raced there, I didn't make the A, so that's the goal this time. I'm sure we'll have tons of cars there. So making the A is the first goal, and then second goal is see how far I can get up there. Peterborough, I'm looking forward to the party, it's a good time every year. <laughs> Screw the racing, just it's it's a party. Like it, it but it is though. It's so it's so the stories that you hear come out that come out of Autumn Colors is mm-hmm. is a, is astounding. Well, I wasn't even allowed to go until I was sixteen. My Frank's really? race forever. Oh yeah, that's an adult weekend. It's a kid free weekend. That's what we're doing. So when I hit sixteen, I was like, okay, well, you can come this year. So I'm <laughs> going since I was sixteen. So this is uh, so this is your fourteen year mark of going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank God we're both like 30 now. So I got it's easy. It's quick, quick math. math for me. Like, oh, look at that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, like so- the party there is unreal. Like, I feel like everyone just kind of lets loose. They know they got all winter to fix their cars if something happens and they kind of just let loose and have fun and enjoy the moment we're there. Now, when you're there, what are some things you're looking forward to? in regards to the racing, like how do you think it's going to stack up like compared to car counts? Well, last year they had tons of cars, so they had to run a B main for there, which is always fun to see. The B mains have always been exciting at Peter Row. Haven't had to do one yet, so that's good. Fingers crossed I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> I'd rather watch those. Um, hopefully I can get a better starting spot. I didn't, uh, I went into practice, looped it, didn't really trust the self anymore. So I had a rough go in my heat, started like 24th and I prefer to start probably like 10th there. There's a lot of carnage that can happen. Mm-hmm. I find to me at Delaware, or sorry, at Delaware, I don't know what the hell I've supposed to Delaware. <laughs> I, I got to go to Peterborough for my first visit this year. Um, and just to be at the facility, like in general, you, you get this sense of like, you're, you, I, I go to Flamborough. I, I think Megan feels the same way. When we go to Flamborough, as soon as we pull off of uh, fifth concession, our blood pressures go up. But I pulled into Peterborough, and I was just like vacation mode. I yeah. I, went, I did some in-car stuff with, with Feeney, but like I didn't feel like doing it. Once I once I pulled in, I was just like, man, this is relaxing. I just, I, just pass me a beer. Just let me let me relax yeah Um, that's one place like as much as i want to say i was nervous the first year going 
I just felt like I've already been here, even though I've never raced it, just because I've watched this for so long. It makes you feel comfortable. I don't know what it is about that track, but you just feel like, yeah, this is fun. And then you just enjoy your day. <laughs> uh, actually, this is something because I, Megan and I haven't talked about this. Is your dad going to run next weekend Frostfest too, or is, are you guys done for the year? He sold his car. Uh, Tyler Hahn bought it, so he hasn't raced this year at all. Okay. I've been trying to get him in my car just to say he did it, and he tells me no. He will not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's a big my dude. Goodness. He's 6'2". I'll say pushing 300 to be nice to him, but so <laughs> the center window is not very forgiving to get into. No, no, they're not. <laughs> uh, man, it's, it, it's going to be a busy couple weeks then. Uh, yeah. so are you going to try to keep your nose clean at Flamborough while still could be trying to be up front there? Yeah. I got, like I said, if I make the A, I've already checked off doing better than the first time there. I'd love to get up there and battle for a win, but realistically top 10 would be just as happy. Yeah. That's to me, like even just general at, uh, at Flamborough, if you make the A main and you have a shot at that igloo, like, it's a cool trophy. Like, that, like, the to me, like, there we got cool trophies all around the province for like different things, but for sure, the the igloo is the one you want. Yeah, like that, motivating to go. That's for sure. Uh, that's for sure. I was gonna say, Megan, is that a trophy you seem you want to accomplish as well to get to? Um, eventually. I'm not very, I don't know, maybe in a couple of years I'll try, but we're not, we're not going to Frost, we'll be at Frosttoberfest, but not with the car, so maybe someday. <laughs> well, if the pure stocks are running Sunday, there's a good possibility I'll be at the track so that I'll be able to come up to and actually introduce myself if you're, if you guys are racing on the Sunday. Uh, but yeah, the... I love the bone socks and pure socks because I do find they put on some of the best racing because it's an entry level class. And so you got people who have been running it for five, 10 years. And then you got guys like Calvin here who won't run it for two years. And judging by some pictures here, you've already ended up in victory lane. I was just going to ask about that because I've seen some pictures and I'm like, that's impressive. Yeah. I won. So last year didn't win anything. I won a couple heats. And then this year I picked up three, picked up my first one like a couple weeks in, and I went back to back. And then uh, I won my last one. We did a double header at sunset. I won the Saturday again. So I won three. Car has four for this year, but I only won three. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So crossing the line for your first win, well, like for, for, for a win, what did that feel like for you? Well, I did like the hand thing out the window that everyone does, but my window net's bigger than my window so i was like punching the window net instead of actually <laughs> getting my hand out there going on the back stretch when i figured like as long as i don't mess up three i'll have this i was shaking the steering wheel in the car like it was a big feeling to win the first one just because chris and i put so much work into this thing yeah everyone at home too put a lot of work into it so it felt good to like validate the effort we put in over the winter absolutely like the like i i've been saying for i think two years now just just personally that the pure socks have come such a long way from where they were. And 
that's no longer a division where you can leave your car in a you know a sea can at at Flamber or just leave it on a trailer for a weekend. You you now got to do a lot more. It seems like I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong there. But it seems like there's a lot more work that needs to be put into it, almost as much as like a a mini sock to be able to get it race ready again. Oh yeah, like if I say we load the car up on Saturday night and I leave it till like Monday, I have messages from Chris, from my stepdad, from my mom even. So when we work <laughs> on the car, when we work on the car, I'm like, we just ended. Like the car came off one piece, it's good. I'll check it this week. That's not good enough. You got to come now. Okay, let's guess we're working this car then. <laughs> you you got to spend an, a a at least a night or two on these cars to one go over what what wear and tear parts not in bolts yeah and then then you know another night just to do the again not to do the uh, do the non-bolt the second night sorry and prep your prep your car prep your trailer for 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 the weekend just to go run for you know 60 70 laps or so um now for for me as an outsider for sunset you guys run two sets of heats and then your feature. Yep. So I've gone through, I and I'm trying to make sense of this because to me, if I see one heat and you're going to reverse it, I expect the same cars from that heat in the next heat. But there's been times I've seen cars from, you know, heat one and heat four with some in mix and match. How do you got, how did the track set up the lineup rules there? So it's supposed to be you draw your numbers when you get there. That sets up your heats. And then you run your first heat, and then you invert the whole field, like, starting order for your second heat. So say you're in the first heat, you're now in heat three, and it's reversed to the starting order. Okay. Now, this year, uh, race monitor, I guess that's what you go off of when you're not yeah. there. Being terrible. Sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> sometimes they have it on. Sometimes they don't. So it is very hard to follow on race monitor some nights. Even, like, I'll check it just to see what our times were. and. I'm not even on there, so. <laughs> I was going to say, because like I, cause I have um, three drivers that run Sunset. I have two mini stock drivers and a, a super stock driver that run there. <clears throat> and sometimes I'm like, I'm like, oh, let me go check their heat. And I check their heat one or whatever, whatever heat they're in. Then I go to the next heat and it's like, why is this guy here when they were, you know, oh, going yeah, through? And it's, it, so I wasn't sure if, they changed up the heats or if they kept them the same and just or whatever. Well, sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's supposed to be the same people in your first heat with the same guys you race in your next heat. Okay. I just, like I said, it's just one of those things that as an, like, again, as an outsider, like going, I, I can look up Flambro and I can, even though some things are out of order, I can understand where certain things are. <laughs> But if I'm looking at sunset to get my results for uh, our write-ups, it does make it a little more difficult when you're yes. trying to find certain things. It's like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And um, going forward, do you see yourself moving up to another division? Do you see you joining like a mini stock rank, super stock? I would love to, but it's just not in the budget. Like we had fun, and this class is fun to race. Like, yes, you take it serious, but at the same time. You can also go to any convenience store pretty much and pick up a part for these things. So, yeah, it's not like the budget's not there to go up. So, let's say the lottery, you'll know because I'll will not no longer be in a bone stock. 
<laughs> You'll be in a super late mall down the states and something <laughs> way above my driving building. <laughs> That's that's what I always sound like. I'll you'll never know that I won the lottery, but there will be subtle hints. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'll show up to the track, never raced before, and I'll just be with a toter home and stacker trailer. Yeah. And offload the cleanest looking pure stock here. Seen. <laughs> that would be something I would do though. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I would <laughs> I would just sit at the back, just like, man, the price of racing is outrageous. <laughs> just just to be that guy, just for a weekend, I would just do that. Um Honestly, I, I don't blame you for staying in the Pure Socks because they do put on some of the great racing uh, at every track. Um, I wish I was able to see more video footage from Sunset Speedway in the Bone Stock. Uh, I w- you guys don't have anything like a pedal power, do you? No, actually, we don't have anything like that. So it's kind of just like if someone's going live or if, like, I don't run my GoPros all the time, but... Uh... If I have those, that's about it. Like, there's no one really in the stands filming for us. I mean, I mean I'm going to watch Pedal Power's features from Flambro here in a second after this. But uh, <laughs> I look forward to it. It's nice they're, to see. They're going to be good. I'm going to tell you that much <laughs> right now. <laughs> I heard it was exciting, so hey. check that out. But uh, I I wish someone would for Sunset. Like, we put on we don't have the car count, like Delaware. Definitely not Delaware's car count. But even Flambro's, like, we run, I think there's 12 of us a night. We still put yeah. on a good show. I think oh, anyway. That's the same about what Flambro has per night. Yeah. So like even still, but I, I find like it's tighter at Flag. I find like uh, watching the videos, the racing is a lot tighter at Flambro compared I, to Sunset. Sunset is very easy to spread out and Flambro, you you got it's still it's also a momentum track, but it's less compared to Sunset, but you still gotta uh but you're right though, the the the, the cars at Flambro, they're able to stay more more tightly together compared to a sunset where when I see pictures, it seems like there's like a car every quarter turn almost like that. It, I would love to see more videos from sunset. Cause you know, sunset is in my opinion, one of the nicest looking facilities in Ontario. It's very nice. I enjoy it. I've been going there since I've seen it go from like back in the nineties up till now. And it's very, like it's a very clean, very nice place to go. That's why I like invitations at sunset because it gets a bigger car count and you actually fill the track. It doesn't look so, so spotty. Absolutely. Because, like, I guess I was up there a couple years ago, maybe like three. Yeah, about three years ago now was the last time I was at sunset. Wow. <laughs> oh, Morgan, Morgan Robson, if you're listening, I'm taking you up on your offer next year. I'm coming up to sunset for a night. <laughs> that three years is long enough. Uh, I it's weird like seeing the numbers in my head like what how long I've been at a track like I've been to Delaware since 2015 uh first time I went to Sobble in 10 years over 10 12 years now like I gotta say last time I went to Delaware I was helping Sean McCorder yeah I don't even know how long ago that was like that was the first time and only time I've ever been there it looks great on TV though oh yeah the I was going, um, I was helping out uh, late model driver David Elliott um, from 2008 through 2015-ish, 2015, 2016. Uh, he, uh, yeah, we, we, we raced there full-time in 2009. Yeah, 2000, 2009, we ran there full-time, 2009, 2010. I'll tell you this much. That drive was a killer. 
dope. I think it was oh. I'm I'm three hours away from it, so <laughs> so where whereabouts are you? You're up by Barry, right? Yeah, I'm in Springwater. Okay. Which is just north of Barry. So I'm I where I used to live was just southeast of Orangeville. In oh, a yeah. town called Aaron. Um and I went to high school in Guelph. Wow. So <laughs> that's about 45. It was about a 45 minute bus ride. Uh, and we would, my brother went to high school in, in town. I went to a tech school in, in Guelph and that's why we went to two different high schools. But my stepdad as Ed asking, he would go, he would, he would uh, they would drive the truck and trailer from Waterdown, which is by Flamborough to Aaron, which is about an hour away on Wednesday or Thursday night. Friday they would leave he would leave and come pick with my brother and then pick me up at about two o'clock in the afternoon from Guelph and then head out to head out towards uh Delaware for the night. Just an eventful day. Oh dude. <laughs> I didn't sleep. I don't like sleeping in cars <laughs> either. So coming home, we wouldn't leave till 12, 1 o'clock. So we wouldn't get home till three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. And I couldn't sleep the entire drive home. So, That's kind of cool too. I like the Friday race. That's kind of a cool idea. I, I, I like going to Oshawaigan. <laughs> I've been to one dirt track. It was Merrittville back in I don't even know when that was either. But we did it once. We found a sweet parking spot, and it apparently wasn't so sweet. We parked right behind the corner. Oh. We wondered why there was no one parked there, and we're like, "Oh, right here, it's perfect." <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was not perfect. It was not dust coming idea. through the vents, like driving home, we put the AC on, dust coming through the vents. Like this is not a good idea. <laughs> I. I do have to admit, I I love Delaware or Mer- Jesus Christ going again with Delaware, Maryville Speedway. Uh, if you ever down that way, go stop off and get some of that pizza, and they have a smokehouse up front now. Go get yourself some smoked meat from there. It is to die for. Absolutely delicious. Um, I think that's a weekend weekend journey I want to make. I want to do Oshkegon Friday night, camp out. Go to Merrittville Saturday night, camp out. Go to Humberstone Sunday and camp out. We, we kind of did the same thing one year. We did uh, took our trailer. Frank was racing. Uh, I think it was APC or something. I'm not even sure if it was APC. We went to did Sobble. We camped there. Loaded up. Went to Varney. Camped there <laughs> on their two day show. It was Jesus. fun. A lot of partying in two days. Oh yeah. It's- <laughs> Uh, it's you know what's awesome about TikTok is seeing it. If you're even if you're not maybe not following someone, but you can see their adventures at another track. <laughs> and I don't know if you all seen the video of Cole Neverham. Dude, I actually dude, don't have TikTok. That is one no? thing I refuse to get. I'll watch the fiance's TikTok if she's on it, but I will not download it just to say I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, Cole and Neverham did uh did one the other night. Did one of the TikTok trends. And it seems like the numbers are pretty good on it. So, was that with Dana? Yes. Like, okay, I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to uh, AJ. And I I don't know how that man's done it. Like, he was at Delaware till three a.m. and came to Flamborough the next day and raced. Wow. Yeah, AJ was saying I left the track at like two three o'clock in the morning and they were still he was out there still partying going <laughs> so i don't know if he even had to come all the way back to barry to, to, or wherever he lives to go get his car and then come back but yeah he i gotta give it to that man 
Dedication, that's for sure. De- dedication. <laughs> and I'm sure he was back there today to go help out with Ray Morneau with the with the Pinties deal. Um. Anyways, man. Uh, I think we're gonna get into our fan question period now. Sounds good. So, Megan, you want to tee us up there? William underscore trillion said, is there a track you haven't raced at that you'd like to race at? I do want to do Delaware. That looks fun. We had to fix the trailer. So that's kind of why we didn't go this weekend. But next year I'm taking a little bit of time off to get married. So I'll probably fly down there on a Friday night and go try to race those guys. And I feel like I'm going to pronounce his last name wrong. Is it Allard? Chris yep. Allard? Okay. He said, what cheating parts do you use? Yeah. That's that's Chris that helps me all the time the crew chief. So <laughs> if I did have cheating parts on it, he put them there and I don't know. <laughs> well, as long as uh as as long as you don't know, that's all that matters. Exactly. I can just claim no idea. Just just play dumb. I, I don't know how they got there. I didn't, it's at yeah. his, the car's at his house. I just, I, I just show up with my race suit. Yeah. Um so actually that was that. I didn't even tee us up properly, and I didn't. I didn't need to put that into our little show sheet we got. Uh, <laughs> I got to edit that afterwards. Um, but first of all, first of all, we want to thank you for answering our uh, taking the time to answer our fan questions. Uh, for anyone listening who's going to be a future guest, every Sunday we do put out there. Uh, actually, it's going to be Monday here soon. We're going to break that down afterwards. Uh, Sunday or Monday going forward here, and uh, we're, we'll put out who will be our guest. Will be that week. And uh, yeah, send in your questions to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Well, just more or less Facebook and Instagram. I don't really use much Twitter much. Uh, <laughs> I I run so many social media accounts. I can't I can't keep them all straight half the time. Um, and yeah, if you guys got a question for one of our guests, just drop it below in the comments. Going going back to that real quick though, I, I accidentally put up that uh, Sobel was racing. I put accidentally put up a whole thing on Instagram saying that Sobble's racing, but it was all Flambro's hit notes. And it was supposed to go onto the CVM page. Wow. That's a, I, that's a mess up. And then <laughs> I didn't realize till someone commented. It's like wrong track. I'm like, yeah, wrong track. <laughs> but like, I, I have I have an iPhone SC, okay? So like it's the lettering is still small. But like I'm also not looking at the words, I'm looking at the picture. <laughs> so I predominant so Sobel and, and CVNs both have a predominantly white background. So I had to showcase the logo. And I just clicked the I was like, oh that looks like it. <laughs> Need to learn to take an extra second. <laughs> Should have just made it a contest real quick. You win. You pointed it out. Here's a yeah. hat. <laughs> you win. You get, you get two free tickets to this week, courtesy of me. Like, yeah. Uh, because it, it was a, uh, it was May, so it was before even Sobble was running. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a bonehead of the year for me there. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to go somewhere with that. Uh. Actually, not with that, but a different thing. But Calvin, anyways, uh, before we get going here, uh, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk to you about. Is one is what is your plans for the off season? Well, the off season, we gotta take this motor out, refresh it. It's 
it's not happy anymore. <laughs> so it's good enough to last the year, hopefully, but you got to take it out, just refresh it up a bit. Um, and then plan a wedding, pretty much. <laughs> That's my plan for the offseason. We'll, we'll get it ready for we'll run probably all the invitations next year and a couple races here and there. But other than that, it's not a big rush for me to get it done. I say that as the fiance is sitting over there. <laughs> there goes my next question. I was going to say, what are your plans for the 2023 season? <laughs> yeah, just run here and there. No points or anything like that. Just go have some fun on days we're not busy doing other things and show up and hopefully pick up a couple trophies here and there. So the next year is maybe a season you, you tend to travel a little bit more? Yeah, that's definitely the plan. To nice. travel a bit and just take it easy and have fun. Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that's all you need to know. We we were talking about traveling this summer. <laughs> Most I went to was Oshwegan <laughs> and Sahul. Like, well, we have a brand new camper we bought. I think it's not brand new; it's three years old. I think the only place we have camped with this year is Sunset. So, <laughs> hey, I hear Sunset's a huge party anyway. So I mean, yeah, it's usually good. Sahul is a huge one usually. Now, actually, this is a, this leads into another question because of that. What do you think if this is something that we brought up last year with uh, Jeff LaFlemme? Well, he, he, him and I talked about it off air, but it's something I feel like we need for the sport here in Ontario. And I think it'd be fantastic if all the tracks closed, let's say like their last races of their regular season was September 10th ish. And then going forward from there, Tracks like Sunset, Flamborough have a three-race deal between Sunset, um, Flamborough, and Autumn Colors and have a season within a season but playoff kind of deal. What do you think? What, do you think that would be something that would be viable for the divisions to, one, carry car counts over to each event so that way each race has a max car, car count? Or do you think that would be a bad idea? Oh, it's always a good idea if you get more cars out. Like I said the same thing before. Like if we always end on the same night, there's no reason that everyone couldn't go to the next race. If everyone's points ended on the same night, there's no reason everyone couldn't go to Velocity. Everyone couldn't go to Frostfest. It's a big deal. Like, especially if something does happen at Velocity and your points racing at Flamborough still. Yeah. You don't want to, and you're in the points there. It's kind of hard to uh, scramble that week for sure. Especially with like this, like this past year was good because the go karts had the track for that weekend for for at Flamborough, so a lot of the drivers would it would be able to make it up there. Do, I, I'm thinking that if we made a season within a season, so that way, like, you know, whoever wins, you know, the guy who wins Sunset Fall Velocity takes home fifteen hundred dollars, wins, collects forty points. Do you think that would give him more incentive to go to Flamborough if there was a let's say a, a pool of like five grand to win between three races. Oh yeah. Money motivate anyone to get going if they need, if they want it bad enough. So I would be down for it. It's always fun. Like I said, I'm, uh, some guys might not want to do it because the traveling thing, but if all of a sudden you're leading that point series, you know, there's five grand at the end of it. You might want to saddle up and go. That, that's where I'm thinking is if we can get some, if we can get some people lined up, especially because we got to look at the grassroots because the late models and the super socks, they're, they're starting to take off to the next level now with the quick wick and the APC stuff. Yeah. So 
if we did something like this for the mini stocks and the pure stocks, and that's the thing is we can do this for mini stocks, pure stocks, super stocks, and late malls and have three race deals. Because I think late malls were also included at fall velocity. The pros were. The um, pros were. I think the limited. No, 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 I don't there was a couple good. limited that were allowed. If I, I think they ran as, ran as a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember seeing some stuff like that. I think one, again, it's one of those things. If the APC series, instead of going this late into September, backed it up to, um, let's say, September 17th, then, or, you know, the week prior to, to the start of this, then it could give teams a chance to really go collect another payday. Yeah. I always said the same thing. Like back in the day, they had a traveling series. I don't know if it was for the, I guess they were just late models back then and Thundercars. They did a traveling between Barry and Sunset. Yeah, their own points thing between those two tracks. So that was always cool because I had to partake in it because my stepdad. But uh, it was kind of cool because like they'd play on the weekends, right? So you race Sunset one weekend, everyone was there. The next weekend they go to Barry and race everyone there. Then they made T-shirts. And it was it was fun. I'm sure the drivers enjoyed it. I I love the duels, the dual races they kind of do. Some some of them are like that. Like us and Sun, like us and Flamboros, our rules are pretty much the same. Other than a couple things here and there, and like. That'd be a fun one to go back and forth from there, but who am I? I just drive. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I feel like we're 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 missing on here in Ontario. We're miss we're dropping the ball on is we're all looking at bottom line profits. When I feel like we can have and get again, it's one of those things if we can get G Force to broadcast them. It what's stopping us? Well, yeah. besides n- not Money. having deep enough pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have deep component. enough pockets to pull this off. But <laughs> if I did, like, if I if I had like a hundred thousand dollars laying around, you can guarantee I'd be like doing the whole thing. I'd be like, this would be fantastic, fantastic to do. But I think going forward, it, it would be great for the sport. It would be great for racing here in Ontario, and it'd be another opportunity for racers to think. You know, they have that option where it's not just a payday in terms of prize money, but it's also a payday in terms of at the end, if they get all three races in, I think bragging it, rights is a big thing too for people. The which one? The bragging rights. If you can beat yeah. the best of the best at all three, then you can say you're the best in Ontario at the moment. That's exactly. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. Right? You fall, fall velocity. You you got to say you're at the fall velocity. But how many people can say they're all three? I'll, off the top of my head, I can't but, think of any. To be honest. <laughs> This this is something I think here in Ontario they need to, to look at. Um, but I want I wanted to get your thoughts on that being a sunset guy, and you guys kind of starting off our the the playoff picture here in Ontario. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. See if that was something you think that would be great for the sport here in, in Ontario. Oh, yeah. anytime you can get the car counts up, the fans like it. I'm sure they don't enjoy watching six cars go around sometimes. But if you get the crowd there, the cars behind it, like. It's a win-win for everyone. You get exposure. You get new fans who don't really watch it all the time or cars you don't see all the time. I think you're absolutely right there. Um I think we're uh I think we're about just ready to wrap up here. Uh is there anyone you want to thank for getting you here through the, the season, through your racing career? Anyone you want to talk about? Uh first and foremost, gotta thank the fiance. She puts up with a lot. Uh, Chris's wife too. I steal them all the time. 
Shannon, uh, Chris, my dad, Frank, my mom, and then my sponsors, of course, uh, Barry Auto Trim, Barry Nissan. They stepped up huge again this year. Um, for Highway Furniture Transmission, Greenwood Customs, Holland Rustic, Streamline, Race Products. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, who else we got there? Bullseye Axe Swing, One Stop Auto. Oh, sorry, One Stop Performance and Exhaust, One Stop Muffler and Brake. Ben Shepherd's Ducks. <laughs> I have a little voice in the back of my head. Like, oh, I, I, heard that. I was like, I'm not hearing things, am I? <laughs> oh, no, that is why she's the best. Oh, and Race Wives Designs. That is the fiance's shirt making stuff. She has all of her shirts, of course. So any shirt you see, she did it. And there's some appropriate ones and there's some not so appropriate ones. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I Calvin, forgot anyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Calvin, we want to thank you for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. Uh, I'll be definitely for you if you're like I said, if depending on what the schedule like is looking like for Frostover Fest, I'll see if you guys are racing Sunday. I might be able to see you guys there. Um, but good luck the rest of the season and uh enjoy your off season. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Have a great night now, okay? See you guys. And we're back, even though we didn't go anywhere. We we're back. <laughs> we're we're gonna figure out some stuff. I'm gonna have some outro music <laughs> over this off season. It's, you're gonna notice start noticing subtle differences about the show. Um, but now we're going to go into our last set, one of our our last segment of the night, and that's going to be last lap. And uh, in these ones, we're going to just talk about our interview and obviously where fans can catch us uh, next week. And again, it's one of those things. It's weird for us for me to say, like, you know, we're, we record these the day after the races happen, mm-hmm. and we're already trying to like plan where we're going to be the following weekend. I never thought about that. When I was doing, I mean, when I was typing these up. Yeah. But I mean, I typically know where I'm going to be and I feel like you do too, because uh, yeah. pretty much where the CVMs are. Unless well, they're up. There's a chance somewhere else. I don't know. Well, next year is going to look a lot different mm-hmm. for me. Uh, may not catch me as much as anyone would like to at Flambro gonna uh gonna definitely f- i know i'm dead serious <laughs> i was gonna make a sarcastic comment <laughs> all right what were we gonna say what were we gonna say yes. oh <laughs> i see how it is i'm sure there's people who are gonna be happy that i'm not gonna be there i'm kidding i get it y'all don't like me i get like, it like i literally i had a moment of like wait you can't be serious <laughs> i unfortunately <laughs> i am next year is gonna look a lot different in how Joe Media is going to be represented. Uh, doesn't mean I'm not going to show up at Flambro, but there may be times I'm not a part of the CVMs when I'm there, or if I come, it may be a, you know, a weekend where I'm not. The CVMs aren't racing. Maybe I don't know yet, but mm-hmm. you will be able to catch me at Flambro next year. But I want to take a step back from the the race day stuff at flambro um and i want to focus a lot on joe media um and where my life's going to go here over the off season i want to see where things progress that's the uh that's the ultimate goal here because i want to see where i can take this and i feel like we're, mm-hmm. i'm in a position where next year is going to be such a big upswing 
I don't know where, what, where I'm going to end up, what's going to happen. And, and I'm not saying the CVMs are holding me back because I'm very appreciative of what they've done. Uh, I do plan on staying with the CVMs as their media guy. Uh, even if we can find someone else to just help me transition so I can transition someone into the role. It doesn't matter. I just, I, I want to build a team uh, of people to help me uh, and deliver better content. It. Yeah. His last night at Flamborough, I felt so underwhelmed um, when I saw guys walking around with professional camera crews. Yeah. Did you see them? I did. And I'm, I'm like, I got a $500 GoPro here. Like, I got $1,000 worth of GoPros here. Like, I'm like, I'm way underdeveloped here. Better than our, like, $100 Amazon <laughs> camera. <laughs> but that's the thing is I'm just like man like they don't get me wrong we're still gonna do the podcast as far as I know we're still gonna do the podcast next year um but there's maybe some changes going on down the road uh in from behind the scenes not on the show but behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh and I, I I just hope everything just works out mm-hmm. you know I love doing this I love coming on here each week talking to someone new or talking to someone like Wally Wilson three times or Cam Thompson or, <laughs> you know, but I, it's one of those things it's CVMs have been nothing but great for me for the past three years. I feel like I have grown a lot as a person. Um, They have, they've been incredible uh, for the past three years. And, it, and it's one of those things. It's, it's weird to say that, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's weird to say because I reached out to John Carley in January of 2020 mm-hmm. not expecting anything and I have met some incredible people along the way with the CVMs um, even with Joe Media growing the way it has this year we have 32 drivers on 29 cars representing the drone media brand and to me that's just remarkable like i mm-hmm. i'm so i i don't even know the words to describe it uh it's it's been incredible but yeah 2023 is gonna look a lot different uh i'm looking forward to things that'll happen Megan, I, I want you on this journey. Please, Thank please you. don't get choked up over there. It just seems like, <laughs> please don't tell me I made you upset. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting over there. I'm looking at you. I'm like, oh, I don't want to upset you. <laughs> but I, I want you on this journey with Joe Media. You've been a big supporter and I, I want you a part of this growth. Whether or not you choose to accept that or not, if you want to, like declined. <laughs> yeah, declined. I'm like, oh, this is wow, this is an awkward spot now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. But yeah, we're it's there's there's a lot of things I'm gonna have to look through over the off season. And uh yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna make this the best we can. And 
and that starts now. That started with me <laughs> dropping the website before I even had her actually fully prepared. Yeah. I, yeah. I was literally like, I had it like 90% done. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Send it out. It's too exciting to just not. Was, yeah. And I'm like, like, I, I was like, I was dying every time you send me updates. I'm like, <laughs> hurry, hurry, <laughs> hurry. Because I, I, I included your sister on, on our supporters page. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I showed you it and I was like, don't tell your sister. Like, don't tell her until the, the website drops. Mm-hmm. And the website actually dropped for like two days before I even like announced it. Yeah. So it wasn't even like an, a, a drop, like, boom, it's live now. Post about yeah. it. No, it was like that Sunday when, when I made that first post from the website that was like the first right i was like let's do it now (laughs) (laughs) um i don't even remember what the hell we're talking about i just feel like i just went on this long ass stupid rant for no reason like i think we started with where we're gonna be this weekend (laughs) and we're talking about next year (laughs) oh my god yeah well (laughs) Because we're coming to the end of the race season, so like we do got to discuss our plans for next year, mm-hmm. right? And those plans are in the works, and we got to see you know, we're gonna see where we're all at. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, I'm gonna be stupid here because I don't remember. Did I even ask you what your plans are for next year? I don't know, we might have talked about something briefly. <laughs> i'm just sitting here being like an asshole because i just went on this long like 10 minute talk about next year and what the cvms have done for me i don't even know if i have actually i don't i don't have set plans for next year anyway yeah it's more so like a hope like i have a wish list yeah i hope to be back in a car but if it doesn't work that way then we still have the g5 so i'm gonna give it to my dad because i'm not gonna take that away from him he's having a lot of fun and we'll see we'll see where next year takes me but the plan the plans to have at least three or four cars from our team jesus so. christ yeah <laughs> we'll see well we're gonna we're about to hibernate for a long time from race from the racetrack but not here from your listening ears folks as uh we're gonna be moving to an so this is this is the game plan i'm letting everyone know so because i don't like i don't like hiding stuff you know there's stuff i like hiding um because i like (laughs) keeping stuff secret sometimes um after autumn colors so as long as this weekend goes to plan i'm not gonna say anything i gotta talk to the guy still but as long as the plan is still in motion for this weekend, we will be taking autumn colors off because it is Thanksgiving. And then we'll be taking off until the end of October. Because I think we, I, between now and then, I think there's just let people relax for the season. Uh, the first one back, then we're going to move into an every other week for the off season. Uh, and the first one we're going to do is we're going to have a champions episode again. And Megan, I want you to lead this one. Oh boy. 
we are going to put out on our socials to reach out to any cha- any and all champions. And uh, pretty much I'm going to play producer that night. <laughs> I will help out. I will you have help to out. do I'm my not... research. <laughs> Just, hey, it starts off with how congratulations on the 2022 championship. Tell us about your season. Anyone you like want to think a round circle type thing, or is it like one at a time? It's gonna be one at a time. Oh, okay. Because I so, just pictured myself surrounded by all these champions, and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was gonna do something similar last year, but I think I lost all the video footage now, so I can't put it up. Um, but that's what I did last year with it with our champions episode last year is that we invited all the champions on, and trust me, recording that good. God, <laughs> I don't even remember the the names I had on that. I remember like a few. Yeah, I remember having Thomas Wunsch, who was a fun stock champion from uh Varney. I had Kyle Steckley on there. Had Lane Zardo on there. I had. Oh my God, who else? I had a few other people too. I had a few. I know there's a few other people I had on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it and trust me, recording that, I had like six, seven guys lined up in the waiting room. Oh my god! It because it, people for people who don't know, I, I'm the producer, I'm the director, I'm the <laughs> everything. <Literally>. I'm <laughs> may may I'm not I'm not saying you have the easy job, but like <laughs> Megan but shows up and we just talk. <laughs> Like all they're posing is like me, just like even even so there's times where like we're already recording and I'm typing the questions for the fan question period to her. Yeah. Um which yeah, it's just but I'm sitting here and I'm trying to get through people and I'm like hey, and the people are like messaging me, it's like, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm like, yeah, give me two minutes on you know I'm giving guys 10 minutes and if I'm sending invites whoever's first who's who's whoever's first whoever's first like i'm just gonna go like yeah um but i think this year maybe we'll do we'll spread it out maybe we'll do some recording nights with guests Mm -hmm. get them to jump on for 10 minutes cover it and then be done save that at put it into a file i think that may be what we have to do yeah i think that would work i think that would make a lot more sense um next weekend uh yeah we're gonna go back to our next weekend next weekend uh sh- gotta check on schedules and make sure everything's lined up uh should be at flamborough speedway up for sunday's frostoberfest sunday's portion of frostoberfest um hanging out with a certain super stock driver not gonna name names uh but we gotta we're gonna have a special episode Again, that's something that's going to be worked out. That episode's not going to drop that week either, because that's going to be a lot of footage I got to go through. Mm-hmm. So we will, that'll be a footage thing that's going to go o- overlap. Uh, that's going to be somewhere, you know, that's going to drop somewhere in the end of uh, October. So I'm going to need a couple of days to to go through all that yeah. footage and. <laughs> But that's gonna that's good that should be a fun one if we can if we get to do it. Um mm-hmm. you you're coming out Sunday for Frostoberfest. 
Yes. Um. So hopefully I'll see you Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think that's it for us. I want to get us out of here. It's been a long day. Uh, take us home here, Megan. Oh, lady. You got to find it, don't you? I do. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> One day. One day we'll get this down. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Stay up to date on everything going on by following Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to keep up to date on all the latest content. You can find it on Google, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> For John Morrison, I'm Megan Mitchell, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. See us. True North Racing. Let's go.